How often are you outsourcing? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I want to chat about outsourcing versus insourcing. When it comes to taking care of your mental health, your emotional health, man, even your physical health, how often are you looking for something externally to solve your problems rather than turning inward? Okay, that is the question that I am posing to you today. And I hope that we can approach this with an open mind and honest accountability. This level of awareness to realize when we might be outsourcing an issue that would be better off to be insourced is the goal of the conversation today. Okay, just to figure out and assess. So what is outsourcing? When you are stressed, when you are having a rough day, okay, what do you tend to do? How do you cope with that? Do you pour yourself a drink? Do you turn on the TV and try to numb out? Do you call a friend and try to get their advice? What do you usually do? Okay, that's my question. Because I know when I've had a long day, I typically turn to food. I want to eat something right away. Like as soon as the baby goes to sleep, I'm like opening the fridge. And yes, it typically is dinner time. And Lord knows when the last time I ate was. So I am hungry. But I know that food is going to provide me with comfort and instant gratification. I am immediately going to feel better because I'm eating, okay? Not just because I'm satiating a hunger cue, but because I use food to cope a lot. And it's something that I'm aware of and something that I am in the process of getting support to work on. Um, But that's my reality. I turn to food. I don't pour myself a drink. I haven't had a drink since February of 2021 and it is now almost June of 2022. So I don't turn to alcohol or drugs or, you know, I don't smoke. I don't (laughs) use nicotine. I don't turn to any other vices but food. And then I turn on the TV and I chill out for usually about an hour, hour and a half before I go to bed where I turn off all technology and I write in my bullet journal, and read my book before bed. Okay, so what do you do after a hard day? Outsourcing is like me turning to food. I am looking for a source of comfort. I'm looking for something outside of me to solve the issue, right? I'm stressed. I had a long day of being a mom and running two successful businesses and being a wife and 
taking care of our house and preparing to build our new house and all of these things, right? Like there's a lot going on and I turn to food for comfort. So what do you do? Because outsourcing means I am seeking that comfort and problem solving outside of me. I am looking for something else to solve my problems. So do you bottle it all up till you can talk to your therapist? Do you call a friend and, you know, act on their advice? Do you call your mom and say, what do I do? I'm struggling. I'm not okay. Tell me what to do. Can you help me? Or to vent or bitch or whatever. Okay, do you pour that glass of wine and get in the tub and try to just numb it out? Or do you insource? Do you assess how am I feeling? What needs of mine are not being met? How can I care for myself? Does that mean I need to go to bed earlier tonight? Did I drink enough water today? When was the last time I journaled? Okay, like, do you turn inward to solve your issues or do you look outward? This is a huge boundary that I have to set with my therapy clients, like what to do between our sessions, right? Because I am not in the business of creating codependent relationships where they're a wreck until we have our hour session every week. And then we, you know, then they're okay. And then they're a wreck the whole other, however many hours of a week there is outside of our session. I'm not interested in that. I just want our session to be setting them up for success throughout the week when we're not together. Because I don't want them to rely on me. That would be outsourcing. I am trying to teach them how to insource, how they can problem solve. So when they ask me a question, well, what am I supposed to do? Well, what have you tried? What have you done? What are you thinking might be some viable options, right? Helping them learn how to problem solve on their own. Because I don't work with my clients typically more than a couple of years. I don't feel like the therapeutic relationship is very beneficial beyond that, right? We've probably accomplished all that we're going to accomplish together in that time. So now it's time for you to take these steps on your own and or meet with a new provider with a new set of eyes who can help you learn some new skills. So I think it's important that we can assess what areas are you outsourcing? When do you jump to like, I can't do this. I can't do this by myself. I need more support. Because there's a difference between saying like, I'm in therapy right now. I see my own therapist every, every week to every other week. We're kind of going back and forth right now. And I need that extra support. I value our time together. And I'm using that support as a guide to further my own skills, to be able to navigate certain things on my own. But I need another set of eyes right now on this postpartum anxiety and depression that I'm experiencing because it's new to me. So I'm leaning in for some support, some guidance, right? And there is nothing wrong with outsourcing. There is absolutely nothing wrong with outsourcing. A lot of times we use outsourcing to help us grow and evolve and learn new things. And some of your needs will forever be outsourced. Like if you're in a romantic relationship, right? You need 
connection and love and intimacy and all of those things that your partner can provide for you. That's outsourcing a need. And I love that. What I'm talking about is when it comes to your mental, emotional health, are you constantly outsourcing and waiting for someone else to solve those issues and take care of things for you? Or are you learning how to insource? So the second you feel stress in your day or, you know, your things are winding down at night and you're struggling, do you immediately jump to, I need to phone a friend, right? I need to call somebody. I need to talk to somebody. I need somebody to help me through this. Or are you able to say, what can I do on my own? What have I not tried yet? Okay, because we always want to try to insource first. There are very few occasions where outsourcing first is going to be our best option. When we put too much outsourcing onto other people to solve our issues, we're not giving ourselves a chance to work through things on our own. We get throw our hands up and say, I can't do this. It's too hard. I need someone else to come in and save me and rescue me and help me and fix it for me. And when we do that, we're putting ourselves into victim mode. It's entirely disempowering. You're telling your brain, I can't do it. I am not capable. I am helpless. And that's not true. You are strong and resourceful and independent and capable beyond your wildest dreams. But if you never give yourself that chance, you are always going to feel like you need somebody else to solve your problems to take care of you. And that's an extremely vulnerable place to be. And it's not one that I want to be in. I do not want to rely on somebody else to take care of my mental, emotional needs. I am aware that I am responsible for that. There have been many times when I want someone to come in and rescue me. I've done a ton of inner child healing work where I felt like as a child, some of my needs went unmet where I was hiding, crying in my room alone, feeling scared and isolated. And I've gone back and I've sat with that girl, sat with that child version of me and comforted her and gave her what she needed. And now as adult, I don't go hide and isolate in my room and cry and wait for someone to come save me, right? I stand up and say, what do I need right now? How can I offer myself comfort? Right? Where, what can I be doing to support my, my own needs right now? And that's what I want for you. I want you to feel so empowered and encouraged that no matter what life throws at you, you say, I've got this. I know how to navigate this. Because you give yourself a chance to do it before calling in reinforcements. Now, that's not to say that if you're having struggles and you need extra support right now, great, get that, right? Call that friend, go to therapy, hire that coach, do what you need to do in the moment to learn the skills. But that's the goal. We outsource, you know, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like temporarily, so that we can long-term learn the skills on our own. This is not hyper-independence. This is not never asking for help. Okay, let's not get it twisted. But this is saying, 
oh, I don't need to have a glass of wine tonight because what I actually need is blank. Oh, I don't need to call a friend and ask for their advice. What I need to do is listen to my own intuition. Oh, I don't need to have a second bowl of ice cream and turn on the TV and numb myself out. What I really need is to do a meditation, to reflect, to sit with the uncomfortable feelings. That is what I'm teaching my clients how to do, how to navigate and explore their own feelings without it feeling so overwhelming that they constantly have to outsource. This is the first thing I teach my clients when they're struggling with boundaries. They're like, oh my gosh, I have this friend who constantly is just dragging on me. You know, they're constantly in struggle mode. They're constantly, you know, in crisis and I don't know how to set boundaries. I don't know, you know, I'm worried about them and I want to help them, but like it's so overwhelming and everything is constantly just an emergency and everything is constantly a struggle and and I'm, I'm like, I get that. I hear you. So I want you to put responsibility back on your friend. Okay? I want you to say, what have you tried? What are you doing to take care of yourself? Because we, especially as like people pleasers and empaths and, you know, just as a compassionate human, we're like, okay, let me help you. Like, let me, let me fix it for you. Right. So we jump into taking action right away. You know, why don't you try this? What do you need me to come over? Do you want to get together? Do you want to, do you want to, um, FaceTime? Like I'll, I'll stay up and I'll do whatever you need. And we go in and we save them from themselves, like instantly without giving them a chance to do the work on their own. So then when we don't set boundaries, when we don't say, okay, what have you tried? Why don't you go try five things and then let me know how that goes, right? Why don't you try taking some deep breaths? Why don't you try getting outside and going for a walk and listening to your favorite playlist? Why don't, you know, like instead of putting the responsibility back on them, we're, I'll fix it for you. I'll just sit on the phone with you and you, you just tell me what, whatever you need. I've got it. Right, And then we're taking on the responsibility of their emotions. That's not empowering. That doesn't encourage them to learn new skills, to be okay sitting in the discomfort of those big emotions. What it teaches them is codependence. Just keep putting it all on me. And we don't want to encourage that. We want to encourage the people that we love to stand on their own two feet. Boundaries are one of the biggest acts of love that we can do in any of our relationships. And this is something that I continue to learn over and over and over as I encounter different relationships through adulthood. Because I have that hero complex and I am the first to admit it. I'm extremely knowledgeable about ways to cope and healing modalities and how to support and guide other people through navigating some really dark shit in their lives. That is one of my superpowers. And it comes to a fault because I have that mentality of like, I could help everyone. I have something to offer every single person. No matter your background, no matter your experiences, 
I believe that I could help you. And because I have that mindset, sometimes I don't heed my own advice and I push my boundaries to the side and I take on more than I should for the sake of, I can help you. I can do this. I can take this on. I've got you. Lean into me. We'll do this together. And what I'm really working on is making sure that I am practicing what I preach and remembering that my role is to help you stand on your own two feet, not for you to stand on my feet. (laughs) Okay? So I am still working at this as well. I just keep in the back of your mind, are we outsourcing or insourcing? Me as an individual and when someone reaches out to you and you can say like, okay, am I helping them insource? Am I helping them rely on their own skills and sit in the discomfort of big emotions? Because that's okay, right? It's okay for us to be uncomfortable. We don't have to immediately try to resolve any discomfort. It's okay to sit in that. So am I encouraging people to insource or am I allowing them to outsource all of their issues and essentially put it all on me and or other unhealthy coping skills. I hope you freaking loved this episode. I think this is a really powerful conversation to be having. I hope you will move forward with the question in the back of your mind, both personally and in your relationships is this outsourcing or am I insourcing? If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give us a five-star rating and leave a positive review. That is another way that the podcast gets out. So spread the word. Let's get everybody on this mental health train. Let's get everybody healing and we'll just change the world one person at a time. You and me doing this together. You guys are amazing and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.